Thanks for being with us. So, well, we are uh, talking now about uh, a story of a BC man. He is speaking out about what he says is the mistreatment he received during a taxi ride on Friday night. Joseph Resendez, who has cerebral palsy, is questioning now whether or not that played a role as in how he was treated. So he is joining us now on the line to talk a little bit more about what happened to him. Joseph, thank you so much for joining us to talk more about this. Uh, thank you for having me. Well, I know you spoke with my colleagues at Global News as well, yes. so uh, I'll, I'll probably be asking you a lot of the same questions. But take, okay. take us through what happened to you on Friday when you went to take a taxi. So um, what happened on Friday, uh, February 3rd, 7.45 p.m., I was taking a cab from Port Mille, Tresolini Field, where I'm a volunteer at uh, Port Mini Soccer Club's adaptive soccer program, and the cat. And so, I was going to my own soccer to play soccer in New Westminster, a pickup soccer. And so I got in the cab, and the cab asked uh, for cash, which I. Which is not an uncommon occurrence, so I didn't really find anything um, wrong with that. But what happened was when I got back in the cab after getting cash, he um, insisted that I pay full fare up front. Hmm. And, and what did you say when the cab driver said, I need the full fare and I need it up front? Well, a, first I asked, before that, I asked if he could pay Visa, and he said, no, he wanted cash. And then he said it had to be full fare. And so he became um, what I believe was, in my opinion, verbally aggressive. And, and um, he refused to drive any further without receiving cash. And so, and I understand as well that at that point, or at some point during all of this, he, like he, you said, he wanted cash for the fare and offered that he would take you to a bank machine. Yeah, so he took me to, um, as you can see in the, uh, if you, um, from anybody that saw the global story, they went to the bank the next day. Um, at Newport Village, and he took me there, and I had the cash, and I got back in the car, and I showed him the cash, and he said, okay, give it, and he asked for it in full ahead of time, and um, and I said, and I, I refused, and I said, you put the meter on, and then I'll pay whatever the meter says, and and that way I can, that way I know I, I have the right um, amount. And I said, I will give you a tip also. And then he refused to, um, he refused to give, to start the car without um, proper payment. And he, um, and then he said, if you don't pay full fare, I'm not going to take you. 
and I and this is where I believe he yesterday I Global talked to them and Global said that I um they they responded that I became that uh they used a certain word the word they used. They said, I, I can tell you, they said that you, their their version of this, they say that you acted aggressively. Yeah, so this, that's it, that's the word. So um, I, I, um, what I, what I believe is they made a blanket statement. Um, and what I, what I will say is I'm an educational assistant with the Burnaby School Board. And so when we, whenever I work with a, somebody that is deemed aggressive, we do like thorough testing and reports and daily logs that have background information to to say this child has done this X number of times. This is why we believe him to be aggressive. They they have refused. In the interviews I've seen, to actually say what was aggressive, if they are claiming that my voice was aggressive, but that I could actually be uh, understood as a misunderstanding, because me as any other person, when you get tense because you haven't aren't being allowed to get your cash. I'm being driven, and I was late for soccer, um, so I was in a hurry. I became tense. So anybody that is tense uh, has a heightened voice, and with my speech impediment, my voice is even more heightened. So I believe that is what they are referring to as aggressive. But I, but I believe that. People will believe aggression. Uh, I believe that some people will feel aggression equals when we do our. I feel aggression equals contact, right. and there was no contact made at all. And the aggression was, if any at all, was in my voice, and I believe it was more not aggression but nervousness based on not being driven. So do you think there was a misunderstanding then? Because the, the company went on to say, um, when, they, when they said that the driver felt that you were acting aggressively, uh, they also said that the driver, uh, after the agreement was made that you would pay cash, they said that the driver asked for a deposit for the fare and that you refused to pay more than $20 for the entire fare. And that's it seems like the company is saying that's when, when things kind of turned. Is that? Is that how it happened in your recollection? Yeah, this is exactly the heart of the issue. Is no person by law is required to pay a fare up front. So some cab drivers that know you and that are a regular driver that I know very well, and they say, hey, Joe, could you give me this cash? I'm at the end of my shift and there's no bank machine around, and I go, yeah, I know you really well, and I happen to have cash on me. Sure. 
and you do it, and you get on with your day, and that's it. But in this particular instance, I was in a hurry because I was late. And I even said to the gentleman, look, I'm really good for cash. I take cabs all the time. I will pay you full fare with cash next time you see me. I actually asked for his number, and I said, next time I'll call you. I asked for his number after. Sorry. I I said that I would give him full fare next time I saw him. And he said he would not move the car unless he had full fare immediately before. And like I say, it is a common, it is a practice I have been asked before and have done with cab drivers. I am confident that they are being fair and they understand my um, disability. In this case, I did not feel the driver was being fair, so I asked him to put the meter on, and I actually physically showed him the cash, so he knew I had cash, and he still would not drive me. Right, because even in that scenario, if he had said, nope, I don't want to, I'm not making any kind of deal, I don't uh, I don't want to negotiate this, and, and if there was an issue over the amount of cash, if we go back to originally where where you had wanted to pay or you were offering to pay by credit card, I mean, the, the, the Taxi Bill of Rights states that passengers can pay by credit card, they can pay by cash, they can pay by uh, different ways, whatever they choose. If he had accepted that you wanted to pay by credit card uh, at that point too could he not have just said no um, but but you will but the this is the fare and I'll take your credit card yeah he should have and actually the whole reason he threw me out sorry there's a there's a we have a fish tank at work and the heater um, has just gone on so you can't hear me no I can hear I'm you fine about that. no it's all good um, uh, so what happened was, um, yeah, he, he should have just take fair, first of all, to ask for fair because they actually advertise on their windows that they take visa. So that's the first thing that's wrong. And the second thing is he even saw the cash. So you're not actually, you are. I was, he threw me out after I started lifting off his own rules in the taxi of right of a, of a passenger. If you go into a taxi, any taxi in the lower mainland, I believe, definitely Bonnie's and definitely Bel Air and definitely Royal City, those three, I can guarantee these stickers are up. Right. There are stickers that say rights of the driver and rights of the rider. And one of the rights of the rider is to pay with a credit card. And, and Joseph, we only have a couple of minutes left, but I know you talked about this as well, that you're not here to, to go after a specific yes. company or anything, but, but raising no. awareness and attention that this kind of thing really shouldn't happen. Yes, this is, um, I am willing. I am, this is why I am doing this. 
this isn't, I do not wish anybody at Bel Air to get fired. Those are gentlemen that have families like I, I have a family, and they need to make an honest day's wage. And this is not about anybody losing their job. This is simply about future individuals with disabilities being treated the way they deserve to be treated, which is fairly and honestly. All right. Well, Joseph, thank you for joining us and for uh, telling us what happened to you and for raising more awareness about this. We're going to have to leave it there. But again, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Thank you. Thank you for having me.